I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From Sea Base 4, we present a wheezing, groaning sound, which we think is the only Doctor Who podcast that has ever been made. My name is John Rain, and I am joined each week by Paul Litchfield and Tom Meenan. Yay! Hello! So, polish your bell, diving bell, and make sure <laughs> you don't pull the plug on your best sink operator. Or he'll be Maddox as hell. <laughs> hey! We're going to talk about an episode of Doctor Who each week. And this week, it's... I'm really sorry about this. It's Warriors <laughs> of the Deep. <laughs> it's Warriors <laughs> of the Deep. It's... Oh, dear. Four episodes too long. No. <laughs> it, should have, it should have been none episode. <laughs> Are you saying there could have been another way? <laughs> yeah, there has to be another way. <laughs> I just feel I feel Maddox's pain in this because I was connected to quite a painful thing I had to look at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's got it does have its lovely, lovely, lovely moments. It really does. You'll have to point them out when we get there. <laughs> they, 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 they are few. They are few and far between. Alas, yeah. Oh God. So the, the TARDIS goes to the year. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Sorry, Paul. Hang sorry. on. Hang on. Mate. I'll get <laughs> that's something to yeah, can. Because there's some there's there's some gold here. Hmm. There's some gold. Paul, what was Warriors on TV this week? <laughs> I'll tell you, mate. Warriors of the Deep, Thursday the fifth of January, nineteen eighty four. Oh. So New Year's just settled, oh. and off you go. You're celebrating the nineteen eighty four by watching this load of old tut. Um, <laughs> ten at ten a.m. on BBC One, you had a program called Play Chess. Hmm. <laughs> Play Chess. No. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you must because the BBC and the Radio Times have told you to do that. And so. I've got a gun. Come on, this isn't this isn't the TV this is the TV Times where you can just basically yeah. go fuck off. It's the Radio Times. It's the boss. So there's a 10 a.m. play chess, and it just says this. It's amazing. Bill Hartston decides it's about time for a girls versus boys match. Ooh, <laughs> I bet he does. Yeah. A bit later on, Pebble Mill at one. Oh, oh how lovely! Ooh, ooh. Ian Lavender oh. talks to ooh. talks about his new BBC comedy series, The Hello Goodbye Man. Yep, no memory of that. <laughs> Hello, goodbye, man. I'd say it didn't quite penetrate as much as Dad's Army. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I've seen the Hello Goodbye Man revisited. It was on UK Gold recently. <laughs> I think it was cracking. <laughs> <laughs> the the American version is fantastic. Oh. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 howdy <laughs> fuck you, buddy man. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Do you think you are Hello, <laughs> Mister Goodbye Man? <laughs> Are you saying hello or goodbye? <laughs> we are confused about your initial greeting standpoint. <laughs> so we've written 65 episodes. 
And that'll fucking teach you. So who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Logan Pie Man? If you think we plausibly know the notion of your initial greeting starts. <laughs> sorry. Ian Lavender goes into town on the BBC. Oh, God. God. Sorry. No, I'll stop, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> after Pebble Mill at one, it was the usual... Um, and then at 20 to 7, 6.40, Doctor Who, Warriors of the Deep, part one. Mm-hmm. And then a bit later on, you had a program called The Showmen. Ooh. And it Ooh. simply says this. This is, this is stunning. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Clem Bailey blows up his daughter at least three times a year. <laughs> what, she's inflatable? <laughs> Hang on. Michael Costello spends his summer in an exploding coffin. <laughs> Could it be easier than eating light bulbs? <laughs> poor, Heaney, poor, poor Heaney meets the showman rehearsing in their back gardens. Good God. <laughs> Dear God. Could it be easier than eating light bulbs? I, I don't know, I wonder Paul. if that was Mr. Marge too. <laughs> it's absolutely stunning. There was nothing else on BBC that night, but if you're watching BBC Two and you didn't fancy Doctor Who, you could watch this. And yeah. This is amazing. Wow. Raining batons. Raining batons. And this is all it says. Fishtails, thumb flips, aerials, walkovers and double illusions. <laughs> the glittering world of baton twirling with Glenn Bender. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Glenn Bender. <laughs> I'm Glenn Bender. Have a look at me thumb flips. <laughs> and then after raining batons, you had a programme called Open Space... I shit you not, this is what it says. Mike Wilkie joins Freedom Fighter Lives Forever, a mostly disabled band. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ! A mostly disabled band. Oh, my God. And then after that, you had something called the Hello Goodbye Man! <laughs> so we finally get to find out what this was all about, because, as you know, Mr Lavender's already been on BBC One at one He's o'clock. He's been pushing the one. promo hard. He's yeah. been he really the been hard sell on this. On the press junket all day. As God, he's just, just done Letterman. He's just done Blobby. That's a real hard. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Well, that's Blobby. enough about his personal life. <laughs> he did a Blobby on Pepper Mill at one. Oh. Um, so the hello goodbye man. Oh, and this is uh, 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 this is what it says. Mm. After taking some pep pills. Oh my mm. God! Is he on speed already? Oh, Dennis Ailing. What a great surname. Oh, my name's Ailing. <laughs> Oh, dear. After taking some pet pills, Dennis Ailing might just have a bright future as a salesman at Cookham's Cures. Oh, man. Or no. will he? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We'll have to find out. Something, something extraordinary. Huh? Do you know who's co-star, who the, the co-star of uh, Ian Lavender was on the Hello Goodbye Man? Who? Romana One, Mary Tam. No way. No. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> How do you know this, in. Tom? I literally just looked it up. It's written by David Nobbs. <gasps> yes, it is David Nobbs. Yeah. So it might have been quite good. Yeah. It is called The Hello Goodbye Man, which is a really mad title for a... <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. If it's David Nobbs, it might be worth watching. Mm. Anyway, so we've had our fun. Mm. Let's now do Warriors of the Deep. <laughs> <laughs> now, can we talk more about The Hello Goodbye Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> This, this Doctor episode is very much the Hello Goodbye 4 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, lo- my lovely friends, we, 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 we journey hmm. to the year 2084. 
<laughs> the Earth is divided into two opposing superpower blocks. <laughs> and we're, we, we see an underwater base, mm. uh, which is called Sea Base 4. Brilliant. And everybody's dressed like they're in the Thriller video. Yeah. They've got Michael Jackson's leather suits on. <laughs> I, I, I said that everyone everyone looks like they're in uh, Challenge Annika's uh, gear. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of half shell suit, half Michael Jackson's thriller. It's lovely. And pastel shades abund- uh, in, in abundance. Ooh. One of them's got the red and black Michael Jackson leather suit. Yes, Quite he does. And at one point, you can fully see that man's cock and balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching it, it's a very tight outfit he's yes. wearing. Yeah. Release the cock and balls. One of, <laughs> one of them, I'm sure. It's about not them. ready, sir. It's not ready. The cock and balls aren't ready. God damn it! Release a, them. We need a cock and ball sink operator. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You don't want to plug that in, do you? you have to get on your knees and put your chin on a little post. <laughs> um, one of these men, and correct me if I'm wrong, internet. I'm pretty sure is the man from American Wolf in London who walks in halfway through the it porno. It is. I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down as well. It's oh, the wow. guy from American Wolf in London. He says, I thought I told you never to do this again. And, mm. the, and the man says, I've never met you before in my life. And he goes, not you, you're Twitter. And she says, I have no idea you are. And he goes, oh, sorry. I, it's definitely him without a moustache. Oh, wow. Oh. The aqua base is fantastic because everyone is wandering around in their in their sort of um, Challenge Annika military chic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, their main computer is a ZX Spectrum, and and they all have complete patio doors. Mm. <laughs> it's fantastic. The base is entirely slide patio doors, and their health yeah. and safety mad. There are little sticker signs everywhere. <laughs> oh, Please keep everywhere. the door shut. Mm. Please do not remove this sticker sign. Mm. <laughs> but basically, they're tracking a ship that's oh, they like a thing. That's floating around. Yeah. It's yes. like a sort of acorn. Yes. Mm. A lot of an underwater acorn. But in reality, it's a Silurian battle cruiser. Whoa. The Silurians. Mm, who Ooh. look constantly happy. Yeah. <laughs> they look so chuffed. <laughs> really smug. Chuffed is the word. Yeah. Yeah. Chuffed is smug. I think they're smug because somehow in evolution they decided to have ambulance or police sirens grafted into the top of their head <laughs> so you can tell when they're talking because their lips don't move but they flash at you. <laughs> they're like a handy torch that you keep in the back of your car in case you break down on the M4 in the, in the middle of the night. You just grab your Solarian. <laughs> that is the problem. Is like both the Sea Devils and the Silurians way back when looked great. Like there's a reason people liked them and they wanted them back is the design of both of them was great. Something happened in <laughs> when they were making this one. But I will give the Sea Devils their due. Their voices are absolutely stunning. Mm. Yeah. I love their quiet, whispery very, voices. Very, what's it, ASMR, what's it called? Yeah, ASMR. ASMR, yeah. They're mm. very calming. Even though their intention is to kill, it's like listening to a mindfulness relaxation tape when the uh, Sea Devils. <laughs> so why didn't they get a whisper advert? Yeah. <laughs> of course, so you can imagine them going out on the night and they just lean over into your ear and say, take off your knickers. <laughs> You're like, oh bloody hell! Are you saying that uh, the Sea Devils are that guy from that meme whispering into that girl's ear at the uh, at the club? Yes, yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> but I like this. The, the Solarian leader is called Echtar, which is a film with Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty, <laughs> <laughs> and it's more plausible. Than... Yeah, <laughs> what is it? It is nice. So when baddies team up, I do like a bit of mm. that. When you get a baddie team up, it's nice. Yeah. But their their ship basically looks like 
a creature, I think, and everyone on the base is not sure what it is. H- yes. HMS Toe, or, or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of hang back, but meanwhile, the Doctor mm. is up on his TARDIS. Yeah, <laughs> and he's barely tolerating Turlo's presence. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we mentioned on an episode last week yeah. uh, that Mel's the pretty awful assistant. <laughs> I, I would, at this point, furlough Turlo. <laughs> because he is not very good either. Mel's a bit of a pet, a screaming sort of, you know, um, very, she's very sort of pedant, isn't she? Mm. Turlo, mm. my God. He, I think there's six times where he could sort of help the doctor and just, oh, forget it, he's finished, yeah. he's dead, he's drowned, <laughs> he's awful, he's rubbish, I hate him. <laughs> he just constantly doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> the the Turlo Tegan team up is the Pyrenean of the Davison era, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. The smelly bridge. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, terrible. You've but, got like we love the original stuff. We love the, the original team of Adric, Nissa, and Tegan and Perry. Yeah. And even though they're not together for very much, obviously Perry and Peter Davison are, are, are some of the, that's one of the best stories yes. ever. And to yeah, get that's, there, that's you've great, got a great, great Doctor companion love, isn't it? Yes, mm. exactly. Whereas this is just like it's they all hate each other. Tegan wants to go home. Uh, Turlo wanted to kill the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Pretty miserable. And the yeah. doctor's constantly trying to get her home but can't do it, so that must be really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, which, which, which harks back to the episode we did two weeks ago, oh, yeah. Where, yeah. You, where you find out that Barbara and Ian have been trying to get back to Earth for two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the doctor still hasn't managed it. I mean, we've got um, <clears throat> Tegan here trying to get back to her air stewarding job. Yeah. Why would you want to go back to that after? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> this would look great on your CV, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what skills do you think you bring to British yeah. Airways? Well, I've seen the entire galaxy. <laughs> I flew a Type 45 TARDIS for a mm. bit. <laughs> oh, my Annie Vanessa died. Does that does that help at all? Not really. No. <laughs> I can do the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to British Airways. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, safety announcement will be done with a Charleston this week. <laughs> Should you find yourself in a fatal vacuum, <laughs> the exits are back and forth to you. And, uh, here's your complimentary peanuts. You just kicked a man in the face. <laughs> well, if, if you look at the front of, uh, of the passenger seat, that's part of the part of what we do in the event of an emergency. Whatever else you this will kick you in the face <laughs> so <clears throat> they end up in the atmosphere of earth mm, in 2084 and the doctor's a bit suspicious of, oh no i know this period something's going on here and then mm. they get intercepted by a satellite thing called mm. saturn six yes which looks a little bit no, sorry like central um, six looks a little bit like the ship from blake, blake seven, seven. Blake seven. Mm. doesn't it quite looks a little bit like that uh, and uh, every time it was making me laugh a lot <laughs> Every time Central Six announces anything, it's followed by the sound of what sounds like someone hitting a tiny pan. It's a robot weapon system. It seems to be scanning us. This is Sentinel Six. You have entered a forbidden military zone. Transmit your security clearance code. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes, stop what you're doing, and it goes, bang. <laughs> They've obviously got like a mouse problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they bought they bought tiny pans <laughs> to crack them on the head. Or in the background, there's a mouse and a cat fighting. 
Although in the background, again, there's a maternal sort of Irene Handel character who just is whacking him on the heads of frying pans <laughs> for not being very good at their job. But it's, it's a tiny pan. There is mm. so much going on in the first episode for the poor people down on the sea base. You've got the unidentified HMS floating acorn. Mm -hmm. You've got a blue box that's um, uh, you know, being attacked by their satellite. Mm -hmm. It's all going on there. And you've got Ingrid Pitt as Dr. Solo. Yes. Uh, and her and this man, Nilsson, are cooking up some sort of plan that we don't know yet, but we know it involves Maddox because it's intimated that the Maddox is replacing someone who's died. Poor yeah. old Maddox. He's like a very nervous, sweaty hamster, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> just, he is. just constantly. In, and you think, what? why is he so upset? And then you mm. find out why he's upset. And I'm with him all the way. It's horrible. They it's plug really him in all the it. fucking time. It's nasty. <laughs> yeah, in this future, to work nuclear weapons, you have to have a human linking up with a computer who's yeah. like, it's called a sink operator. And that doesn't mean he does the washing up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it means he has to work a nuclear missile. Now, Maddox is a very nervous disposition. Mm -hmm. And they have a, a moment where we're going to have to fire a nuclear weapon. It's a bit like Crimson Tide. <laughs> uh, but it turns out, luckily, that this time it's a simulation. Yes. Yeah. And then Max gets a, a pep talk from a very significant lady. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, Maddox. What you need to do is set the apartheid to fall. <laughs> <laughs> also in the future, it seems that um, Dr. Solange applies her eyeshadow with a fucking tennis racket. Yeah. Yeah. Why did Maddox get that job? He seems the least equipped no, person it, to be able to do No, he does say it. that he's, he's there on some sort of like work experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they've gone... Um, it's because he's we, ginger and they needed to have... He literally is, he, he's, he's like a student who wants to study and he's got this really bad gig and he doesn't realise that part of the experience of being there... Do you listen, now you're here, do you mind if we drill a small hole in your head? <laughs> we we want to link you up to a computer, if you don't mind. It's very important mm. because he's a sink operator coast <laughs> <laughs> the coast, LA to Chicago, Western <laughs> Mail. <laughs> Gosh, this is our most musical episode ever that we've done. He's <laughs> a sink operator. Sink operator. Uh, so the Doctor, to get away from Sentinel-6, manages mm. to dematerialise you know, down onto the sea base. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's a lovely materialisation, by the way. There I is do like a love good it. little... You know what? There's, there's, do there's like a budget a on this episode. Mmm. I don't. Like, I've said it. I've said it many times. If you don't see the TARDIS materialise, I feel cheated in an episode of Doctor Who. Definitely. And as usual, I've just made a statement that will be proved wrong. We'll stand up in court because I said there's a budget on this episode, uh, which mm -hmm. immediately becomes not the case later. It, it does run out when they get yeah. a pantomime horse and stick a lizard's head on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, well, they they built the sets, which are they. I think they put a lot of effort into making them multi-layered, like lots of different stories to them, like the gangsters stairs and, and railings and mm. staircases yes. and, and little alcoves. Yeah, mm. wobbly walls, though. Wobbly yeah, walls and patio <laughs> doors as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the lighting brief was clearly just get every light in, in the BBC and just point it in every direction. So yeah. there's no mood or anything. Everything's just <laughs> so bright. It's almost hard to watch. Yeah. I think they wanted to create so much light that the uh, actors couldn't read the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much bounce back, so they just yeah. did, did what they were told. <clears throat> but what the Doctor's presence and everybody, is it, they get detected because Turlow presses any fucking button that he comes in contact with. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, summon a lift. And the doctor's like, don't mm. do that. 
constantly tw twitching and thudding buttons, isn't he? So they, he decides yeah. the best thing to do is create a distraction. So go into the reactor room mm -hmm. and uh, overload the reactor. Mm. And that's when all the guards come in. And really? the doctor, yeah, and then suddenly, doctor immediately goes into Rambo mode. Well, <laughs> he says this line, which annoys me. When I say run, run, run. Mm. Just quicker <laughs> to just say run. Yeah. That's yeah. a uh, Troutonism, isn't it? Are they sort of they recycling uh, a Troutonism? Uh, <laughs> You're right. When there, I say panic, okay. panic, panic. <laughs> because it's brilliant because they run away and and Davidson immediately goes into sort of like Hong Kong fooey. He just yeah. starts beating the shit out of everyone. <laughs> and he gets thrown in the water. Yeah. And then Tegan goes to get him a fur um, furlough. I'm going to call him furlough. furlough. <laughs> Forget him. Forget him. He's dead. He says, "Face it. He's drowned. He's, he's not drowned." <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he's fallen into one of those um, sort of auxiliary corn plaster pools you have to walk through <laughs> yeah. before getting into the main swimming pool. I just wanted the doctor to look up and go, thanks, thanks for your support, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do Cheers, you. mate. I have to do some underwater work now that I'm underwater. not entirely comfortable with. Underwater filming. I so to, good. Uh, 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 yeah, that bit's great with the hatch and everything. That's really good. Mm. That's, that's, that's your beginning of episode two, isn't it? Oh, he hasn't drowned. Oh, yeah, the, the, the cliffhanger yeah. episode one is the doctor in some water. <laughs> Imagine if the doctor in, had drowned. If that was it, like he could stand up in that water and it'd be up to his waist. Yeah, and then it just and then it's just called the Turlo Show. From the <laughs> oh, God. hang on, this is different. Jesus, imagine the mm. Turlo Show returns same time next week, and the mm. Turlo Show will not be returning. <laughs> also, at one point, doesn't doesn't Peter Davidson surrender? And then punch someone in the balls, which yeah. is like <laughs> the biggest dick move. I always thought that Peter Davidson's doctor was like, I don't want to harm a fly, but in this one, he's just gung ho. Well, we'll get yeah. to that later, Paul. Oh, yeah. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, he goes underwater and goes through a hatch, then manages to get onto the base. Mm. Meanwhile, the Slurrins, whatever they're mm. called, they revive the Sea Devils. I, oh, and no. I quite like this bit. I quite like this bit. Oh. The, uh, the chamber and they're all decompressing and coming back to mm. life. That's quite nice. Mm -hmm. It's a nice bit of sci-fi. Uh, I like all the, the sort of angular, weird, uh, modular buttons surrounded by seaweed and yeah. all that sort of stuff that Solarians are pressing and stuff. It's not Which is a bit like a theme pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the seaweed on the wall? It adds yeah. atmosphere. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a really weird fruit machine in a pub and you get to win a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I put 50p in that for? Should have done, done the fucking quiz. Should have done the quiz. Why lizards? Why didn't you have money come out? Yeah. <laughs> I get full it. Side, a full-size solarian slipping out the slot. Yeah. <laughs> adds atmosphere. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I mean, do you fancy a pint? Yes. A pint of what? <laughs> Pint of sherry. Oh, right. Get a pint of sherry. Sorry, we don't do sherry. We only do solarian juice. Then you will die. Oh Christ! <laughs> uh, but this is the, my favourite bit because the doctor fights a guard, knocks him out, and steals his suit. I oh, know, and he stays in that suit for the rest of the bloody episode. Yeah, he really does. He never gets changed. It really annoys me. What's that noise? Um, that's hail. There's a hailstorm going on outside. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Here in London, there's a bloody hailstorm, which is a nightmare. We've got all me courgettes out there and me bloody <laughs> and me and me and me tomatoes. Oh, God, they'll be ruined. No. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's some atmosphere for you there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he beats up the guy, puts on his suit, and mm. then says, oh, what have you been eating? Yeah, so he's in a I fart suit, isn't he? Yeah. A fart suit. A fart suit. <laughs> and then just as he does that, he walks mm. along, and you see the first... Boom, Mike. 
<laughs> first of the many. First of the this, many. This is, this is the constant race that has plagued the Doctor throughout his years. Yeah. I've this, never noticed it as egregious as it is in this, in this story. It's about five Tony, it's worse than the fucking Hartnell and the bloody Troughton years combined. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. madness how many times you see boom mics and people holding the. You see the shadow of the boom mic on mm. yeah. all the time. It's just come on. There's a lot of, Sorry, there's, it's very shoddy. This this episode feels like there's some things they've put a lot of effort in, and some like it feels like it was made in a day. This mm. whole thing is pretty shoddy. Which is why the yeah. underwater filming surprised me. Yeah. Everything else is so fucking half assed <laughs> Maybe they were just filming near a Lido and they just went, well, we've got to get our money's worth. Peter, get in the fucking water. Yeah. I don't know what it is that, why they suddenly, because that must have cost a lot just to do that sequence. That must have just yeah. been a nightmare to film. Christ, we just had lightning and thunder. Oh, God. Ooh. Can you hear it? No. <gasps> no. Bloody oh, hell. Anyway, Stay there's safe. a bit of a storm here. So obviously um, the weather has clearly seen these four episodes. <laughs> well, Paul, talk about it's, a storm it's... brewing. The oh, Solarians nice. and the Sea Devils, they launch an attack on the base. Oh. And in the meantime, the Doctor's been captured. Mm. And he recognises them and says, don't attack them. Mm. Yes. But they don't listen to him. And they well, do attack. He's an, in- he's an intruder on their sea base. So why right. should they listen to him? And he smells. Yes, parts as well. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do that. That weird kadook that yeah, lights well, going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All rather mysterious. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Peter Davidson's given a lot of like sassy Bond-like one-liners in this. Yeah. yeah. And I do not like it at all. The bit like he keeps on saying... Tegan, make a wish. Yeah. Also, he always sounds like he's just run around the room before he starts filming. (laughs) It's always out of breath. Yeah. Method, he's method, you see. I don't (laughs) like it. It's quite annoying. It's method. Uh, So they do shoot at the Solarians, but the Solarians have a thing where it fires it back at them. Yeah. Mm. Which is great. And the defences to faces are neutralised. (laughs) <laughs> I know they get they get they get red dots put on them and they die. That's right. And yeah. then this is where they would dispatch the murker. Yeah, <gasps> they, to be honest, the, the, the sea devils seem to be Christ. 
Did you hear that? I did. What was wow. that? Was that thunder? It's proper fucking... John, what have you... What's happening? Have you opened a portal to sheer hell? It's the Merca, Paul. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all right. I can, I can leave at least an hour. <laughs> at this point, I'd have another song. I'd go, Merca, <laughs> yeah. Coming along to eat all of the sailors. Merca, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> and God, Merca. <laughs> oh, um, Ingrid to be honest, I'm going to kick the Merca. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought that the sea, the sea Devils were making a perfectly good job of storming the base. They were. They, did, they didn't need mm. the Merca. No. No. They've but, put a big fat lizard... <laughs> the base They've to cause havoc. Literally yeah. found a pantomime horse and put some green taffeta cloth. It adds atmosphere. Mm. It, <laughs> and it waddles and it's hilarious. It's awful. It looks like the heifer lump from Sesame Street that they've been doing crack for 10 years. Mm. Not heifer lump, it's like a heifalopagus. Yeah, it's yeah. like the two people inside it are having a stroke and then <laughs> keep filming, keep filming. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, and then in the meanwhile, Maddox has been reprogrammed. Poor old mm. Maddox. He really is going through the mill, isn't he? I tell you what, they should rename him Mad Maddox. <laughs> exactly. They, they, they give Maddox a duplicate program disc under the yeah. pretext of having the, uh, helping the sync operator cope with his job. I know, and they, check with him, and, they, and they check with him and he goes, activated. Mm. And he murders our South African lady. He does. Oh, yeah. no, what will I do with all the apartheid? <laughs> <laughs> she dies. She dies. Yeah. I've never killed a nice South African. <laughs> <laughs> this is our musical special. This is definitely the musical special. And that's not bloody surprising, Mum, because we're being attacked by sea devils and cheeky salarians. <laughs> I've been singing for the last half an hour. The end of the world seems to be above my flat. Also, just just no dear just no dear listeners. I had to run into the kitchen because my cat Tardis had knocked down a clock and then proceeded to vomit on it to say yeah. to say sorry. Did the cat turn to you and say, "Time flies"? And then I was like, "Oh dear, I'm not sure about doing no. this episode." But the, the Merca storms the airlock. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And um, Tegan manages to get in the way. Mm-hmm. And as the Merca sort of bundles in like a drunk elephant, <laughs> the door falls on her leg. And yeah. we're supposed to think this door's like an iron <laughs> seal. She, yeah. act, she acts like it's, it's a box. It's, a box. it's mm. an airlock. Yeah. And also, it seems, because we can see that Tegan's got a leg underneath the airlock, oh. and it mm. seems that in the future they build their airlocks out of fucking feathers. Yeah. <laughs> it's moving constantly, like it's, it's made poly- of rubber. It's literally yeah. poly- polystyrene that's mm. been painted. Yeah. It's yeah. brilliant. And this is another one of Peter Davidson's like cool lines, where she says something like, oh, are you going to stay behind and die? And Peter Davidson says, who said anything about dying? Yeah, mm. I know. I can and almost imagine has- him going... <laughs> How many times do you think I regenerated, punk? Five, yeah. six. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Stop with the quipping. Do you yeah. feel lucky? She looks at furlough. No, I don't. <laughs> Not really, no. Yeah. Also, when he says, who says anything about dying, of course, you have to say like Peter Davis and you have to go... Who <sighs> 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 said anything about dying? I die. <sighs> 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 <laughs> trying to run away from the script, but no. Yeah. 
keeps getting dragged back. So that is how episode two ends with Tegan trapped under a door made of feathers, Mm -hmm. being trapped by a lizard pantomime horse. (laughs) Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Imagine writing that down. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I know it's gone well documented, but um, but obviously the the Merca is operated by the two people who did the horse from Rent-A-Ghost. Ah. It had to be. It had to be. I'd imagine it is Dobbin. They just draped stuff over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been. Yeah. Mm. Well, it hasn't dried, has it? If you, if, in the making of, they point out that the paint they've painted the Merca and the green paint is coming off on some of the uh, on some of the walls. Oh my god! Oh my god. god that's brilliant. <laughs> so at any point, you know, um, you know, um, um, you know, Mrs. Popoff could have appeared, and um, <laughs> you know, all the Meekers could have appeared. Mm. They could have been a perfect well, time. Sound like a Doctor Who bag anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Meekers. <laughs> What, what's your plan, the Meekers? We're going to move into a house um, at the end of the street and we're going to make our presence slowly known over six years. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the Meekers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Solarians have entered the base. No, mm. oh, no, sorry, the Sea Devils. Right, sea yeah. Devils. And they've got leather, they wear like leather dresses. They it's look very... like Japanese warriors. It's very yeah. s and so they're meant to, I think they're like, they're, the whole thing with, back in the Pertwee era was that they were meant to be like samurai or something. Right. Ah, there you go. They I don't look know what like that eels. adds to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they remind me of in the Robin Hood cartoon, like Terry Thomas Snake. Yes. Like a bit like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So in come, in come, yeah. in come, in come the jelly deals in their in in, yeah. their, <laughs> in, 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 in their leather apron. And this is my favourite yeah. bit because they stand... Far, uh, two feet away, a good social distancing from yes. everyone on the sea base four, mm-hmm. and they exchange fire, and, and I think one person dies, and um, the the leader of the humans says, mm. "They've got us outgunned." I'd say it's more that you're all just standing in front of them <laughs> rather than taking any kind of cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ingrid Pitt gets killed by the Merca. Tragic. Does, yeah, tragic. Merca, fuck yeah. <laughs> I feel really sorry as well for like if you think about how these are made. So the director had to say to Ingrid Pitt, "Do some mad karate on the uh, on the murder yeah, and then yeah, die." Yeah. Hmm. And she doesn't know that. They haven't got like a karate expert to teach her, hmm. so she ends up just doing a half-assed little kick hmm. and then sort of just rolling over. Yeah. You sort of think that is unfair of a director to get an actor of her cal- caliber. Of her caliber, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But she's holding Maddox's reprogramming disc. Yeah, she she drops the disc. And yeah. meanwhile, the doctor is coming up with a way to kill the Merca because he managed to stop it slightly because it's, it's it's got a weakness of light. Yeah, so he decides yes. he's going to turn the bridge of the sea base into a tanning salon. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's going to do. I've got a plan. <sighs> We're going to turn the bridge into a tanning salon. salon. <laughs> Tegan, Tegan, you do the nails. <laughs> and furlough you can go home with 80% pay <laughs> of course um, that's another one of his cool lines where he says I'm gonna what is it I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm thinking about bringing a little sunshine into the Merker's life that's right yeah. Yeah, sunshine. oh god it's not his fault he was told to do it he was he's doing his best he's doing his absolute best on this and again what I love about the Sea Devils and the Solarians who eventually join them is their no nonsense, slower than a disabled snail's approach of walking around. They literally <laughs> walk at 0.0004 miles an hour. Mm. It's lovely. Also, why didn't they call this episode, instead of Warriors of the Deep, 
Hmm. The life and loves of a sea devil. A <laughs> <laughs> missed opportunity. It's just there, right in front of you. Yeah. I it should just be called shit in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> the floating turd. <laughs> Call the whole thing. Like... Dot Dr. Hoover turns there with a new four four part um episode called Floater. <laughs> <laughs> what I can't get my head around is obviously the whole point of this is like the moral the moral challenges that are like the fact that there are the, the sea devils and the, the Silurians are honourable. At no yes. point in this story do any of them act honourably. No. They just go in, uh, massacre well, they, everyone. They do try and sort of bolster their... Because they're sort of like, um, look, twice we've trusted you eight like fuckers and twice you've tried <laughs> to destroy us and all that. So yeah. we've had enough, actually. Yes. Quite frankly, yeah. we've, we've had enough of you as an ape species. You've done enough damage to our green planet, man. Mm. You know, so very much like, how dare you? Yeah. Meanwhile, the Doctor makes his machine... Mm-hmm. And blasts the Merkel <laughs> uh, with light, and it dies. Yes, it dies, and its eyes fizz, and it's all presumably of a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> Just mm. dies of skin cancer because yeah. <laughs> too long on the tanning bed. I'd yeah. like if we zoomed into its eyes and we got a little video about its life. <laughs> a little montage. Saw it, saw yeah. it as a young Merker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Putting a stick and a cloth bag over his <laughs> serpentine neck and going out to seek his own fortune. I want to kill an Amerka. I want to oh! kill an Amerka. There's a lovely bit where the Merka meets the Loch Ness monster and they fall in love, but it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. Loch. Loch. Some great banter there. Brilliant. You should write that mm. down, Tom. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the, the leader of the humans, whose name I've forgotten because he's so boring. Mm. Uh, he finds the disc about Maddox. Yes, that's And right. he realises that Nielsen, Dennis Nielsen... Dennis Nielsen. Dennis Nielsen yeah. is a nefarious type. Yes, yeah. and he takes Tegan hostage, doesn't mm. And he kills Maddox. Yeah. He just kills him. Like, just kills him. Yeah. You have brutal. outgrown your usefulness. Brutal. Yeah, because Maddox comes out with a gun and says, you made me kill my lovely significant friend. Yeah. I've never <laughs> killed a nice South African. <laughs> and that's not bloody surprising. <laughs> Because this gun is full of blanks, and I'm a pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> and, Nielsen, and, and Dennis Nielsen just says, uh, "Yeah, you, you're, you've you're outgrown your usefulness. Mm. Goodbye." Shoots him. Yeah. So yeah, he takes a ticket. And at this point, we keep having people say, "We need to get to the TARDIS because it's the safest place." Yeah, we've had about four different types of people wander in and out of it because it's <laughs> locked. Yes, and at one point, some guards go in, don't they? And have yeah. a little snoop around. Yeah. What well, do they go? Go in there. Go in there. Because you get that, is that, that blonde female um, agent? I've forgotten her yes. name. Um, yeah, she, they're just wondering. There's another door over there. Go through that. I thought, <laughs> that a very safe place. They, um, and as we know from Castrovalba, they must have been in there for years. Because mm. there's no they end to the TARDIS. There's another door over there. Go through that one. Yeah. Oh, and there. Go through that one. I mean, it's lucky that Merkel didn't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> so somewhere in the somewhere deep within the million miles of the TARDIS, there's all these guards that sat down with a Cyberman with a little campfire. It's like waiting for Godot. It's like waiting for Godot. Isn't it? Waiting for Doctor would be a great Edinburgh play. Yeah. Waiting for Doctor. Yeah. Oh God, no! Don't. Someone will That's do. That's basically that. how Tegan gets in. Is Tegan just like wanders in and just gets lost and then ends up in that weird little grove uh, by the uh, by the what are the yes, things that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at this point as well, we see another doom boom mic. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got quite a few. Um, and we find Shocking. out that the sea devils and the Solarians want to start a war. 
That's right. Between humanities, because the sea base doesn't want to contact other bases to give away its position. But actually, they have, as it turns out. Yeah. Well, um, they, they're sort of forced to, aren't they? They have to. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So they want to start a war to destroy humanity and stay underwater. And uh, the Doctor's annoyed, because at this point, it's, it's clear that the only way to get out of this is to kill the Salarians and the Sea Devils. And he's like, why must it always be about killing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you've done it before. I'm, I'm really knows. happy to punch someone in the chops, kick them in the balls, and literally do all <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to physically kill them. I just want to maim people eternally. Because there's this gas. Yeah. That oh, kills. gas. Oh, the ruddy bloody gas. What have you been <laughs> That's the same stuff that's in the Doctor's suit, isn't it? Come on, yeah. blimey. <laughs> Have you been sniffing, you been sniffing this? <laughs> I don't think... I, but my problem with this as well is that sort of, while the Doctor does not like killing, people threatening to destroy all life on the planet, mm. I'm pretty sure, like, the, the Doctor many times has gone, oh, yeah, I'll kill four people. But the Doctor's thrown people in acid because they sort of are tangentially uh, working for someone who's quite bad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised he has any real... Um, yeah, any scruples about this? Well, his problem here, I suppose, is that the, the Solarians, the Sea Devils, the last of their kind. Right, yeah. But they, but then they also say there's loads frozen somewhere, don't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know what the... What it's it's, it's strange, is it, that the Doctor... I think you're absolutely right, Tom. The Doctor seems to quite happily want to, on a genocidal uh, scale, kill kill the middlemen, but never get to the source. Like, he's often given the chance to destroy Davros. Never. Yeah. Never does it. Never does, never it. does it. Never does it. Will happily wipe out an entire fleet of something along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were forced to do Davros's bit. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Mm. He's hired thugs and mercenaries. He's got very short shrift. Exactly. He, oh, he will. He's like, given the chance. Perhaps we would like karate chop them all, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, hey, boom, boom. <laughs> he he literally come down on a fucking tractor that he souped up with a fucking <laughs> scythe <laughs> and mow them in half, <laughs> or throw throw huge vats of hot oil out of a fucking hot air balloon that he made. <laughs> <laughs> has to involve medieval death yes. and transport. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got a ho- he's got a hovercraft that can strangle people. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so they, they, they realise they've got no choice but to pump the gas, which doesn't kill people. Hang on, John. Mm-hmm. Pump up the gas, pump it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, at one point, Tegan agrees with the doctor that they probably shouldn't kill them so she's just sea devil woman (laughs) this is a corker this is our our musical Buffy episode (laughs) so he pumps the gas in pump up the gas pump it up pump it up now your feet are melting (laughs) (laughs) and your face is greening yeah Uh, yeah Solarian's face is greening all the time we're pumping sorry Pump it up a little more. There's more now of them dying on the dance floor. Now, I was going to say, now you're, now you're dancing on the sea floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's murder on the da- it's murder on the sea floor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you better not oh. kill the sink operator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, because they kill the sea people. Mm. But sea people? They are sea people. Yeah. yeah, they are. I'm sorry, that's like me calling them the travellers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The carnies of the sea. But yeah. the countdown started and they've got oh, no. no sync operator to do it. So, naturally, the doctor steps in. 
Yes. Well, hang on, because, because haven't happens. haven't the um the Solarians got the manipulator, which is going to do some major damage? I don't remember. The manipulator. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big plastic dome thing with tubes coming out. It looks like a game for up to six to four players. <laughs> I'll be honest, new, this whole bit new for the manipulator. <laughs> this all got very confusing for me at this point. I yeah. sort of was I, I, I was I was really trying to keep track and I was taking notes and I, I, I knew that there was a countdown, the doctor needed to put the little hat on to fix it. That was all really. And it felt like that could have happened in episode two. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually, <laughs> actually stopped making notes at this point and just used a piece of paper just to start, start inflict paper cuts on myself. <laughs> well, I, 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 just started, I just started self-harming at this point. Well, I just wrote that this, this thing's supposed to be tense because the doctor's going to be the sync operator, but at no mm. point do you think he's going to fail? Yes. No, of course not. And he, also, he just pulls um, faces. I only made one note before this, which was that when, um, Turlo's, when Furlough's helping that woman into the vent... He looks like he's fucking struggling in yeah. a way oh, that, like, is yeah, really yeah, yeah. insulting to, yeah. to that poor woman. It's like his knees are about to buckle. Yeah, and we also get a big, unflattering shot of her ass <laughs> yeah, hanging so out of a better head. <laughs> she must have watched that back and gone, oh, why do you have to show my arse? <laughs> yeah, because there's no other angles on that. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, thanks, does, everyone. Does, does my plot look big in this? <laughs> <laughs> but she, she gets killed by a sea devil. She does. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, brutal. Mind you, they, they finally kill a sea devil and, and all pea soup comes out of its eyes. It's horrible. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's grim that bit, isn't Probably it? Probably going to the canteen. canteen. Yeah. <laughs> the only place where you can cut your lip on a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Um, so they're all dead and Doctor stopped the missile from launching. That's yeah. what I've got. Everyone dies. Yay! <laughs> so he does say as a moment of, you know... Remorse. Mm. There should have been another. No, sorry. <sighs> there should have been another way. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it doesn't end with them going into the TARDIS, going, they're all dead. Fuck no, off. No, it literally it. is just Davidson, like at the end of broadcast news, is screaming, like, ah, I could have done more. <laughs> Finn. We, uh, Finn. It's like. Finn. <laughs> 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 It's a bit like the um, the end of uh, when we did Attack of the Cybermen. Yes. And he just goes, oh, I really misjudged Lytton. And then it ends. You're yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> really weird. I've learnt nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I enjoyed about this is that Peter Davison had a good haircut. It's his best hair, isn't it? Yeah. He's looking great, and he looks so good in the first episode, and the TARDIS control looks so beautiful, and then it's all ruined by him spending the rest of it in a fart boiler suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a sort of beekeeping... S&M beekeeping yeah. uniform. It's just, what? You, you say that, on? that's the exact problem, is that the whole time you're thinking, he stinks. Yeah. Is that why it doesn't end in the He TARDIS? stinks, because... the script stinks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene that they have to cut, which is basically just the Doctor getting some balled up, damp uh, cricket whites and just uh, taking them back to the TARDIS to hang them up to dry. Putting them in a service wash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes in the, 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 the washroom and there's a side mm. man sat there. <laughs> I, I'd, yeah, I'd imagine there's a laundrette in there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. the, uh, and then they could do the other <laughs> with Sill taking off his one leg lever. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I knew. <laughs> and all these women going, <laughs> as it is our musical episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Ugh, Syl with just one denim leg. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. With a, with a zip buttons and pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, get in the God. fucking service wash, you little prick. My dear, hold me, throw me, kiss me, seal me. Seal me with a loving kiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, ladies this... and gentlemen, with this song, Kiss a Rose. Seal. Wonderful there. And who are you? Who are you going to be tonight on Stars in Your Eyes? Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Phil. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Derek Greaves is Phil. He's waving. I don't know what he's on that little pillow. He's, he's on a pillow on casters being wheeled out. <laughs> through, through dry ice. <laughs> Then you have to have him backstage with Tina Turner, Elvis. Oh, God. <laughs> waiting nervously to see who's won. You see, when you watch back with the old ones, it's very problematic when he had to green up. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone clap just as soon as he goes... <laughs> 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 no matter what the fucking tune is. Yeah. People at home go, do you know what? He bloody looks like him and all. He, he really does. does. He, he really, really does. Do you remember Bert? You used to pretend you were sealed, didn't you? Down the dog and duck. <laughs> He, he looks better than you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so that was Warriors of the Deep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Warriors of the Deep. This whole episode has, this whole episode has been a points of view letter. Yeah. Yeah. So, a musical points of view letter that was never written. So, uh, how many fish out of 100 are we giving this episode? Oh, Christ. Oh, I'll, um, I'll go first because it was my episode. Yeah, go on. I'm going to give it 30. 30. 30, uh, 30 yeah. f- fish. Oh, 30, 30 fish. Um, um, so, is, is oh. it, this is season 21, isn't it? Is it? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I'm going to so say yes. So, I think yes. I'll give it 21. 21. <laughs> Ooh, Tom, that's harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really happy to see the Sea Devils. Mm. And uh, to be honest, I think the whole thing could have been a lot better if, if you got rid of the Merca, got rid of the uh, Salarians and just had Sea Devils. Yeah. I think it would have mm. been a much more interesting thing. I do like the Sea Devils. I just love how they sound. Um, oh, God. Tyler's hardly in it, which is sort of nice. Mm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's four episodes, but it felt like 40. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it 35. Ah, fish. 35. So... <laughs> Out of 300 fish, we have 86. 86. That's oh, not our lowest, yeah. though, is it? I'm pretty sure I'm time of the Rani. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time of the pretty bad. So, how, how, sorry, how many fish was that? 86. Ah, oh, fish is for me. Save all your fish is for me. So I'm just trying to crowbar another song in. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Trying to think of some some Scylla songs that Syl could sing. Scylla Black. Scylla Black. (laughs) What's it all about? about? (laughs) Varos. The idea of of Scylla Black doing Blind Date is horrible. Uh, (laughs) Syl Black. Syl Black. Hello, Chucks. (laughs) You didn't choose number two. He's an android from Telos. 
<laughs> we know that you're a reporter from Cosmopolitan and Gallifrey. <laughs> I'm a lord of time. If you were a lord of something... <laughs> oh, my God, can you imagine? I'm a bachelor, I live on my own, and I'm also a time lord. <laughs> or, could it, or, or, or could it be number three who calls himself the master? But you chose number two. <laughs> a sea da, devil. A sea devil. Where do you want to go? Somewhere quiet. <laughs> Where do you take you on a date? To the aquarium. <laughs> do you think we'll see each other again? No, we all, they all died. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, well, there can be no doubt that we've covered Warriors Covered the every aspect of Warriors of the yeah. Deep. I think I don't think I'll ever forget Seal singing <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> uh, yeah, so brilliant. Well, join us next time. Mm. When we're probably we're hopefully going to do better episodes. Yes. Yeah. Is there is a plan still afoot for the uh, for the for the other three? Yeah. Do we want to reveal what they are, or are we? Uh, should we keep up? Why don't we reveal drive? it? Why don't we reveal it? Okay. Go yes. on then, reveal it. We're doing three classic multiple Doctor stories. So you're yes. doing the two Doctors, the three Doctors, and the five Doctors. Yeah. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, yeah, join us mm-hmm. uh, as we come back and talk about those at some point. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there should have been another way. Uh, there should have been another should have been another way. <laughs> In the meantime, you can follow us <laughs> on uh, uh, Weezing Pod. <laughs> Imagine if the doctor got coronavirus. Oh, God. How would you know? You would to tell. (laughs) Anyway, on that distasteful point, (laughs) thank you for joining us, and um, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (sighs) Goodbye. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.